Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that helps you become your best self, and this week we are talking about how to leave pain in the past. Before you get into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo, and that's on both Instagram and TikTok, so I would love to see you there. Go ahead and leave me a message, drop by, say hi. I cannot wait to meet you online. If you take a look in the show notes below, you'll see how to spell like Sabrina Joy Perozo if you need help finding that. Um, and knowing how to spell that to find me online, but as well as signing up for the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening around 6 or 7 p.m. PST, where I have more behind the scenes and chit chats of like things that I learned in therapy. And um, when I announce that things are happening, and I'm trying to actually add more to that, so it's like frequently asked questions and things like that. So if you ever have any ideas, you can let me know, but you can sign up for that, and that comes out every week, as well as being able to have a link to vent anonymously. If you do not have someone that is emotionally stable in your life or emotionally available to hear you vent and get things off your chest, but if you still need to do that, I have a form down there that you can, a link that you can click that'll allow you to do that anonymously, as well as an anonymous way for you to submit topic suggestions for the show. If you have a topic that you would prefer not to send me in DM or uh, via email, but you really do want me to talk about on the show, you can submit it there. Um, So yeah, take a look at the show notes below. You have notes for the actual show if you need like a quick summary of what we spoke about and check all that out. But let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which again is how to leave pain in the past. I wanted to bring this topic up because as we enter a new year, as important as it is to focus on new goals and opportunities that we are embarking on, it's also important to not drag unnecessary baggage and pain from the past into this new year. And, you know, maybe it's something that we've already thought of and already considered in creating our goals and intentions and things that we want to do this year. But if it's not something that you have considered, I encourage you to consider it because things that happened in the past that kind of hurt us and have put this shadow over how we think about things and how we live our lives can really drag down the progress and even our ability to believe in ourselves to actually achieve our goals. And it's important that as much as we possibly can, that we get out of our own way so that we can achieve our goals and we can continue to move forward and push through um, any other setbacks and issues because if we are so bogged down with the pain and the struggles that we experienced in the past, then we might not be properly prepared or even have the energy to fight the issues and struggles and things that will come up as we are continuing to move forward in life. You know what I mean? It'll just feel like we're already so overwhelmed with what we need to deal with that like taking on one more thing just seems like all too much, just all too much. And so, yeah, it's, it's just really important for me to remind you or let you know, uh, either way that it's important to not drag unnecessary baggage and pain from the past into this new year. And, you know, maybe, maybe you don't feel like the need to have like a fresh start, like all together. You're like, no, no, Sabrina, I've been through this this like New Year thing so often that wanting a fresh start 
doesn't feel like anything that's actually possible. And there's always things that will linger in here or there. And I get it. I get it. Because just because the year like ends on the calendar doesn't mean that things that you are problem solving and dealing with and that are going on in your life, that doesn't mean that they end. Just because we cross over from December 31st to January 1st doesn't mean that those things are just done and you don't have to deal with them anymore. It means that we could at least just like have a clean slate for the moment, you know, just be like, okay, I have cleared as much as I can off my plate. I have, you know, kind of pushed, uh, dealt with and, and kind of stored away as much baggage as I can. I'm not, I'm done with that. And I can just move forward and just deal with the little scraps and things that come along with me that I still have to work through. And I think that like having a clean slate for the moment will make it a whole lot easier to achieve your new goals and not spend too much time on things that, you know, you cannot change. Uh, you cannot change what happened in the past. It's it's a fact, right? It's not a, a perspective or a state of mind or anything like that. Like it's it's a fact. You cannot change what happened in the past. <laughs> you can only learn from it and grow from it and then move forward. And I think it's kind of interesting that we grasp like... <laughs> You know, we grasp so tightly to our past pains and tough experiences. And it's so interesting that we don't constantly remind ourselves that things that happened in the past, we cannot change. And somehow, sometimes thinking that things that happened in the past, that we that we can't change them makes it worse because we feel like we need to obsess over how we made those terrible choices and how we can't change it and how now this might be might affect everything else in our life and have like a ripple effect and when in reality telling yourself that you know you cannot change what happened in the past is supposed to be something that's comforting it's, a, it's supposed to allow you to have the mindset to let it go and just like move forward because there is literally nothing you can do except for reflect minimally to learn and grow from those experiences and then just move forward, right? But, you know, we just grasp so tightly to our past pains and, and tough experiences. And these things like truly hold us captive. Like we are taken prisoner by our, the things that we have gone through. And it can feel like it's just taking over our whole entire lives. It's as if these things that happened however long ago are still happening because you are constantly reliving the pain. You are allowing yourself, you are forcing yourself to relive these pains, these traumas, these struggles, these things that you went through that you know for a fact that you cannot change and can't do anything about because I'm sure that anything that could be done, which would just be comforting and maybe, you know, asking for forgiveness or receiving apologies or figuring out like what other mess needs to be cleaned up. Like those things are done. Nothing else could happen. Like it's done, it's over, we're done here. <laughs> Yet we still cling to these things so tightly because, well, sometimes we can allow these things to just like be our identity because it was such a big moment in our lives. It, it, it even ends up being like a core memory in our lives. So we're constantly just allowing it to replay in our mind. And it kind of feels like those experiences, like if if there was a dramatic change that was coupled along with what happened, 
then it can kind of feel like it does become our identity if what happened prevented us from doing this really big thing that we were planning for, that we were supposed to be doing. We're like on the cusp of moving into, and that's no longer happening because this experience, this struggle happened. And despite, you know, these tough things getting in the way of these bigger dreams and bigger possibilities and opportunities that present them themselves in our lives, it doesn't mean that it has to ruin everything. It doesn't mean that it has to take over every single part of our lives, yet we allow it to. And I just think that we could like take a step back and really consider like, why are, why are we doing this to ourselves? Like really ask ourselves, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? And, you know, oh, it's just so tough. It's just these things that happened however long ago are still happening because we are forcing ourselves to relive it. And sometimes we believe that by going over what happened and reliving these painful moments, these traumas, we are somehow fixing what happened. I don't know how, but we think that we're fixing it and going to find a way out by still continuing to go through it, by examining everything that happened and coulda, shoulda, woulda, and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And I know most often the only way forward is through, right? So you think that by continuing to focus on it and obsess over it, that that is your way of going through it to get to the other side. But in the case of past traumas and pains and these struggles, you have to go through it by re- like you, you have you don't you don't have to go through it by reliving it to move forward. You absolutely don't. You can deal with it and then be done. You can, you know, really figure out how you can learn and grow from those experiences and then move forward. I know sometimes people in our lives will continually bring up these traumas and these pains to really um, force you to feel guilt about it and, and, and feel shame. And I know that it's a fact that we all choose how we feel, but there are people in life that are trying their hardest to get you to feel a certain way and really like coming down on you to force you to um, start feeling guilty or shame and really not stopping until they see that you are exhibiting those emotions because they don't want to take any responsibility or they think that uh, even if you are responsible that you need to be in pain for however long that they think that they can determine, which I think is the load of crap. Like that's so unfair. And so I just want you to know that if you are trying to get through it to move to the other side, it does not mean that you need to continually relive what happened. Just reflect on it, figure out how you can learn and grow from it, and then move forward. Let it go. Do not let it take over your whole entire life. You can deal with it and then be done. And, you know, holding on to your pain makes the journey of moving forward so much heavier and harder. And I'm going to say that again because hopefully that is just like a phrase that you can latch onto that will really help you. Holding on to your pain makes the journey of moving forward so much heavier and harder. It's like the eternal burden that we are taking on ourselves by saying that we have to constantly be reliving our past pains and traumas and struggles because We think that whether we are responsible for what happened or not, since we are involved and other people are blaming us or other people continue to bring it up, that we have to force ourselves to continually relive 
this pain and allow it to be that baggage that gets in the way of everything else in our life. And that is absolutely not true. And this is why I wanted to share with you five ways to leave your pain in the past so that you can live in the present, in the now, and actually enjoy it, and then look forward to your future. Look forward to actually setting goals and intentions and resolutions and being able to go after those things without all of your past traumas and pains and struggles holding you back. So here's how to leave your pain in the past. And as always, before I give you any tips or advice, uh, very specifically, I just want you to let you know that all of this is based on my own knowledge and research and experience and the experiences of others that I am allowed to share. And if you feel like that these tips do not align with you and what you feel like you need to do to learn how to leave your pain in the past, please, I encourage you to seek out like a therapist or a counselor and have that one-on-one time to really you know, reflect in and figure out what actually would align better with you and how to leave those past pains in the past and figure out like the best thing that will help you. If you don't want to do that, I do encourage you to go to our best friend, Google, and type in how to leave your pain in the past and how to not allow it to, you know, overtake your life. And maybe you would find a better answer over there. Okay. So number one, as always, if you're not new here, you'll know that... (laughs) This is what I always say, but I have to remind you every single time because it's important. It's very important. Number one is honor and accept your feelings about the experience. Now, this is can be done like after you go through it or even like later, like if you just had this pain, this struggle and whatever it is, and then you kind of just like, you know, um, buried it under the rug, you kind of just like forgot about it, you forced yourself to forget about it. And then years later, or how much time later, you're finally dealing with the pain and grief of that. Okay, that's fine. Like people do that, and it's a lot harder for you to deal with your emotions because you're not in the moment of like how you're feeling, what caused you to feel that, like what triggered you, why did you respond the way that you decided to respond, all of these things. But if that is the case of what's happening, that's fine. You can still honor and accept your feelings about the experience. You could try to dig deep and be like, okay, well, why did I decide to respond in anger or why did I burst out in tears and what was the trigger and what was the situation? And so even with being able to just like leave your pain in the past, you are able to take a moment to honor and accept the feelings that you had about that experience. Were you angry? Were you sad? Were you disappointed? Were you disgusted? Like what were you feeling? And accept those and honor those as like feelings that you felt, emotions that you have. And remember that just because we honor and accept our feelings does not mean that we have to take action on them. That is not the requirement here. It's the the requirement is to honor and accept them. And then if you need to do action, have action connected to your feelings, then that's another choice and decision that you need to make. So please remember to honor and accept your feelings about the experience. Okay, number two is create distance, both mentally and physically. When you need to leave your pain in the past, if you continue to dredge it up every single day in your mind or you are triggered to think about it because you still see the same people every day that are involved, it's could be really helpful if you can to create that distance from those triggers and those, you know, constant memories and reminders of what happened, especially if it just, you continue to have the pain just washing over you and it gets in the way of your everyday life, right? So if you're able to, and I say that because maybe it was a situation that involved like your partner or your kids or 
you know, your family and you see them on the regular and it'd be really hard for you to have actual physical space from them. But if you're able to like take some time to be by yourself and have a time out and just have some time to reflect on your own and you're not seeing them as often, or if you create personal boundaries with them that they can't constantly like bring up uh, those memories and what happened, if that's what's happening, like create personal boundaries so that you can have both that mental and maybe physical, you know, distance, or maybe just the mental distance. If you do need to see them every day, maybe you guys work together, maybe you live together. I have no idea, but do what you can. So if you're able to create physical distance, then do that. It'll, and it can always just be temporary. It doesn't have to be forever. It just needs to be for a significant amount of time for you to be able to allow that pain to just like, you know, kind of uh, dissipate and fade away a little bit into the past. And then for you to not be as triggered by it. And if it's, if you can only do mentally, then like not uh, having to be constantly reminded that this or that happened and, you know, feel that pain of, <laughs> you know, that, that, that is continuing to like come up. So if there's a way for you to just kind of create those boundaries to not talk about it, that would be great. Maybe it's not being brought up and it is just seeing the faces of the people that are involved and that's just like your job or like your workplace or maybe where you live, the community that you are in. I would say try your best to create some distance. Maybe you have like a different uh, schedule or maybe you really do have to make some hard choices and step away from that if you believe that it would help you heal, which it might. It might. Okay, number three, let go of your need for apologies and understanding. Let go of your need for apologies and understanding. A lot of times we will continue to clutch and hold our pains and struggles from the past so tightly because we are still hoping and praying that like, if it was their fault, it was their responsibility, then they're going to come with an apology to us. And then we're going to gain some sort of like understanding and there will be more talks and we'll be able to fully understand like why it happened and why it continues to hurt us in this, that, and the other. And for you to fully just have the freedom to no longer be held captive by your past pains, you need to let go of this need and this obsession or this desire, however strong it is for you, to have a, to get an apology and to gain understanding because that might never come because especially if the if the person was responsible but they choose not to take responsibility for what happened then you're not going to get that apology you're just not and you have to be okay with that it's not this like forced prerequisite like necessary thing for you to let go and move forward it's not it's just something that you would like it like fills this gap it just it just fills uh, like the circle is complete if you're able to get the, the apology that sometimes will lead to understanding, but you might not get that. Or maybe you'll get an apology, but it's just because you kind of like force them into it or they feel like they are forced to do it, but you still don't gain any understanding because you know that it's, that apology is not like fully, um, fully real, you know, authentic in, in nature. You know what I'm saying? So if we're able to just let go of not needing the apologies, not needing the full understanding, learning and growing from what we can derive from the experience and how we were involved and what we know, then that needs to be good enough. And I know that can be really difficult, 
really difficult, especially if really, 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 really terrible things have happened. However, it's just you're not always going to get it. You're just not. You're not always going to get it. And and that's okay that we don't get it because we don't need it. We don't need this like extra cherry on top, which is what it is. You know, it's it's like this validation, you know, this check mark that, hey, yeah, they apologize. So that makes me feel good. It's like, no, you can just decide to feel good and realize that they're going to deal with their own problems and demons and issues uh, because maybe because they didn't apologize. Maybe they'll feel some guilt for however long in their life. Maybe they won't. And then they'll have other things to deal with. It doesn't matter. Just let go for your need for apologies and understanding because you don't need it to let the pain go and stay in the past. Okay, number four is make room for the new. Make room for the new. When we hold our pain so tightly... (laughs) as I've used that phrase basically to start talking about every single one of these, but it's the truth. Like with when we're so wrapped up in our pain, we're like BFFs with our pain. It's hard for new things to blossom in our life. If we are so wrapped up in our pain from, you know, past relationships, whether platonic or romantic, it can get in the way of us, you know, having those new friendships, those new romantic relationships, because We are still allowing the pain to control us and rule our whole world, basically. And we can't have those new relationships or we do start to build them. And then there's like this like abrupt stop where it can't go any further because we haven't taken the time to do our own healing from the pain, which is why it is not in the past because we haven't healed from it. We still have to take responsibility no matter what. Even if it was someone else who did the terrible thing that we have, that's like a still a burden on us because, you know, it's pain and it's experience that was awful. We still have to do our part and heal in our own way, in whatever way that is. And if you choose not to and you continue to be a victim by thinking that it's all them and that, and that you need an apology, which I already said, let go of those and understanding. You need to figure out how to heal. You need to figure out how to let go. You need to figure out how, uh, and under, you actually need to understand how not letting this pain go uh, is really you allowing them to hold you captive with the experience that you went through. So there is no way for you to make room for the new and have new opportunities and complete new uh, goals and relationships if you have pain that is associated and uh, similar to those things because it'll eventually get in the way. It'll eventually get in the way. And I know this is like a really difficult thing for people to um, want to accept, right? It's like you understand it, but it's like you don't want to accept the fact that you are getting in your own way, especially if someone else was responsible for the pain. It's, it's, you want to immediately be in that victim role because you think it's not fair. You think it's not fair that you still have to put in any work when they're the one that, you know, was committing the pain. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's, but it's, but it is, it's true. We have to do our part and do our healing the way that we need to do so that we can make room for new opportunities and new experiences and new people and new whatever in our lives because we've earned that and we are um, deserving of that. And that's what we all 
should be doing. We should be looking forward to the future and what uh, that light can bring, what that amazing opportunity clean slate can bring for us if we allow it to. Okay, so number five and the last one that I want to leave you with is take responsibility for your part. Take responsibility for your part. You know, maybe it was someone else's fault that caused the pain, but were you responsible in any way? And this is not the same as what I was just talking about in regards to it is your responsibility to deal with your own healing, but no, were you responsible in any way, right? And did you take responsibility for your part in whatever happened that has led to you feeling pain? So maybe they said mean things or they did mean things too. Did you do mean things back in response? This is not an eye for an eye kind of world right now. We are living in a New Testament world, not Old Testament. So I need you to really ask yourself and be honest, are you taking responsibility for all of this? And now there is a fine line there because if you happen to be like a people pleaser and someone that can be, I don't it's hard to say, but easily manipulated, you can easily be uh, told and, and like cross over the line of taking responsibility for something that is not your responsibility. So truly ask yourself if you did anything to contribute and really considering like how you could do better and how you can learn from that and grow from that and then move on, right? So make sure that you're taking responsibility for your part. You're not just over here talking about how they need to take responsibility, or if what the pain happened was truly just all your fault, make sure that you, you know, you acknowledge that you were responsible for what happened. This is what you've learned from it. If you want to give apologies, do that. If you don't, okay, that's your decision to make and kind of understand what happened and consider you know, what you could do to move forward to maybe prevent that from happening again, or a better way to move through that situation if it is inevitable for it to happen again, or it does just happen again, whatever it is, right? And that could be so many different situations. So take responsibility for your part, whether you are fully responsible or you only contributed a little bit, but still that matters, okay? Because you don't want those things nagging at you. You don't want to have any like guilt or shame, like, you know, embedded in in like what uh, the experience is because then you won't fully be able to leave your pain in the past and feel that freedom of just like new life and new birth and clean slate, slate and new goals and opportunities and not allowing those things to get in your way of becoming your best self every single day. So, but that's all five of the tips I wanted to share with you for how you can leave your pain in the past. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. I am with me, Sabrina. I hope this has really helped you. If it has, I do encourage you to share it with someone else. Maybe it'll benefit them as well. Even if you just want to like copy and paste the show notes and send it to them and be like, hey, you should maybe listen to this episode because it could help you. Um, but I do appreciate you downloading, sharing, and listening to the show. You guys are absolutely amazing. And thank you for being here. And until next time, have a good one. And I will see y'all next time. Bye.